All right. So I'm going to start off today's episode with a fact that I just said, but I'm going to say it again. 98.79% of all weebs do not experience romance in the first 30 years of their life. My source, Wikipedia. So and you have to be personal factual. And personal experience, too. What it means. Hey. I'm I'm part of the I'm part of the uh the that whatever one point something percent right, I've experienced it, and never went anywhere though. Yeah, hey, <laughs> I I know all about that, but one of them at least. So what, you you got something that <laughs> should have happened. <laughs> yeah, I know all about one of those sagas. Uh, me just, on the other just... hand, it's you know I've been, I've been sober for what almost five years now, so. <laughs> Actually, no, no. I think it's five years. Like, yeah. So it's it's been five years. You know, is it been five years from today? Not for I don't know. If I didn't count the fucking days, man. Yeah, bro, you remembered, bro. <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, anyways, yes. Uh, if you could tell, we are talking about romance today and half-assed episode six. Um, because if you're if you if you're an avid listener listener of the podcast, you know that last week we uh, took the manga last recommendation. Week. What two weeks ago? Because we skipped last week. <laughs> Because we were playing Destiny. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so, anyways, um, let's go back to we were supposed to record this last week. Uh, we started playing Destiny, and uh, let's see. I, I, actually, I'm gonna pull up the numbers right now, and mine are gonna be similar to yours. Yeah, so, to... as of right now, we started about two weeks ago, and uh, right now, no, we, we started I'm... last week. It was not two weeks ago. We started uh, last just... week. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> last week uh, we started playing Destiny. Uh, right now, I'm at 56 hours. Um, uh, you're going to be probably similar, a little bit more, probably 57, 58, or even no. 55. If you're playing this morning, then you should be farther than me. Oh, 56, yeah, 56 hours. Yeah. So, yeah, we are uh, we are gamers uh, first and foremost. Uh, we don't like anime at all, so we had to put that in the front. And we did our first raid after mm-hmm. not doing raids for since a, like 2018. A legacy raid from like 10 years ago, but yes, don't worry about it, dude. Don't worry about it. But yes, we returned to Destiny 2. Uh, we played year one and then just, just didn't go back. And then randomly, we just decided to jump back in and been doing nothing but that. So last week, we didn't feel like doing anything else but playing Destiny. But now we promised to deliver, uh, you know, you guys, your episodes this week. So we're going to be hopefully doing two for you. Hopefully, but, yeah. Uh, if not, two is going to come somewhat, right? Yeah. But anyways, from our last episode, the manga suggestion was... I'm not even going to bother saying the Japanese name. The Fragrant Flower Blooms of Dignity. And uh, I had said that I was probably going to catch up like that night. Uh, I lied. I actually caught up t- this morning. Uh, Jay I'm, caught up te- like a while te- ago. Technically, you're not wrong because this is right before the episode. So Yeah, I mean, I did catch up before, but I thought I was going to catch up before you. But then you ended up reading all of it like pretty fast. So, I, I, yeah, it took uh, me about two days. It took me about two days because we, we were... Like I said, destiny takes a lot of your time, <laughs> and it, yeah. But I I had caught up probably about three days, no, probably about five days ago, and then new chapters released, read those, and I think now we're both caught up. Mm, yep, great series. Um, that <laughs> there is there is a uh, yeah a lot, but also like not too much to say because it's just like it would just be gushing, going back in like circles. I I, I think the art is great, the characters are great. I already knew uh, there's slight spoilers, I guess, but like I already know where their relationship progresses to, 
um, because that's kind of like what convinced me to read it in the first place. Um, so I already knew about like all of that, but seeing it play out was just adorable. I don't know. I love it. Very, very cute show. And then uh, the thing about, I liked it about it is that it didn't just focus on the romance, even though it's a, a romance first and foremost mm. or foremost. The the friend groups are really what makes the series what it is to me, because it's really just dudes being dudes and girls being girls. That's that's really is. Yeah, no, I had a I had tweeted that I think I, I I like the friendships almost more than the romance. Like, I I just love how like close all of them are. You know, like that especially that panel where, I mean, it's you know anime bullshit where he beats the shit out of like ten dudes, but you know whatever. And then he kneels down and he tells him Rintaro is the coolest dude around. I was like, oh my god. I was like, I was like, these guys bad. are bros. Yeah. yeah, and then the backstory behind them and just how they're meeting. It's so it's it's actually just stupid how they just meet. They're all in the same committee, and then it just happens. Mm. Kind of realistic. <laughs> yeah, it's realistic. And yeah, I mean, the, the series is super tropey. It is super it doesn't do anything like, you know crazy unique but it does everything super fucking well and can't ask for more than that it, it's great I, I like it a lot uh yeah i don't even know what else to say about it i was gonna say it's kind of like this uh it's like tropey but it also goes against typical like romance conventions in the same way that uh i like to say like dress up darling does in the in the sense that usual conflicts you expect to have in another romances don't happen here like there is no unnecessary like wedges forming between like the relationships like you know pit stops like that like he's getting ready to confess and then she runs away or that he he wants to say like i love you and then you know the words don't come out he trips over his words and then he pussies out and then 30 chapters go by what i really appreciated here again spoilers was that like they were they were just straight up like in one of the chapters early on, the best friend just asked, uh, you know, the main girl, do you like Rintaro? And then, like, literally the next panel was, yes, I love Rintaro. And I was like, oh, okay, just being blunt. They did. She didn't even say, like, in any of her, like, internal monologues before that, that she likes him or, like, she is, you know, having affection. It's obvious she likes him, of course, but, like, none of that was hinted at verbally, you know, externally. And then it just goes straight to that. I was like, oh, okay, I really like that. Or on the beach, Rintaro is like, you know, trying to sort out his feelings. It's clear that he likes her. And then, like, she says, like, the perfect thing at that moment. And he, and he just lets it slip out. I love you. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? That, 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 that panel was great on the beach. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was amazing. So it's like stuff like that. It's just like, there is no like beating around the bush. It's like, it, I I think with with this one, like a lot of romances that I've seen and you've probably read and seen, more so the manga is about the journey instead of and the journey and the chase instead of just the actual uh, relationship. Which I find this well, I mean, it's only what sixty chapters in, and what by chapter forty, spoilers, uh, they're together. Mm-hmm. So this is more so you get you get the chase for a bit. I don't know how long this is going to be going on. But then now you're going to be developing the relationship between Rintaro and Karuka. I think that's what, that's how you say your name. Yeah, and Karuka. then also get the relationship between the friends. Um, what I'm thinking about is going to be the high schools are slowly going to start uh, not hating each other as much. 
because uh, it looks like from recent chapters, it is the teachers that just hate him. Uh, hate the delinquents. Chibi, Chiba? Chiba Chidori and uh, Kiku. Kiku, yeah. So interested to see what would happen next, but I do like how they like kind of stop what they're doing and they just go on just dates just randomly, <laughs> which is good, which is good because you always like to see both of them. And then especially with the mom, bro. <laughs> and then the parents. The, we can't I, even the, talk about the I, parents. Yeah, I was going to say, they're probably some of my favorite parents in like anime and manga. It's just like, I don't know. I love I loved their relationship with one another, uh, going both ways with the mom with the husband and the mom with the son. Um, Mostly what we've been seeing with Rintaro and his dad is, you know, the, him just being like hard-ass in a good way. We're just like, I'm going to teach you how to bake cakes. Really good, fucking good, son. And he's like, all right, dad. What drives you to make cakes? And he's like, I fucking love cake, son. And he's like, all right. So he's like, all right, dad. <laughs> and then he just leaves. Stuff like that. But, you know, it's still great. Oh, you um, come on, dude. You, you, <laughs> I know I'm underselling it. He tells him that you like seeing the reactions. Like, and... Dude, he's like, the, I love the reactions of people eating my cake. He likes seeing gives people me, happy. Gives, yeah. me, gives me, it eases me of my tiredness, and I just want to keep doing it more. It it really it for for most people like for me like that's a lot of my relationship with my my dad it was like from from me to my mom my mom to my dad because I didn't really talk to my dad because he was working nights a whole lot so it was that's really was our communication which was to me it was it was a little hit to home but yeah yeah that, that, uh, man that that, know, that panel love... dude the panels you did a good job oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, where he tells her that she did a good job, she tears up. Yeah, I love that. Anytime like they want to show like emotion, it's just like a super detailed like fate, like up close face drawing of them. You see their eyelashes, the sparkle in their eye. Like I said, the art is fucking great. And this is a weekly series too, so it's like. It's, it's, so I think there's there's probably a bit more. They have an illustrator. On no, this I don't. Too. I don't see any like stopping point for this anytime soon. So. Is it? It's been great. I'm glad I read this. Um again it's, not too much i guess the only i i saw there's a bunch of people reading it um at the same time as me because it's been picking up in popularity like crazy um it's passed a million copies sold already which is very good for a romance series like this that is like kaguya so um the one of the complaints i've seen you know is that there is that the conflicts maybe uh wrap up too fast to the point where like you, they don't need conflicts in here because and it, it is true like you know, Subaru gives him that dilemma, and by the next chapter, it's already solved. Um, the delinquents show up, get their ass kicked. Um, that's already solved. He's beefing with his best friends. Uh, very next chapter, they just they're just like, "Yo, hey, uh, he probably is just gonna tell us his issues on his own," and they're like, "Oh, okay." And then you know they move on. Um, so I mean, I get it, but I don't know. Uh, I still like, like it. It's 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 one of those things like the 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 manga doesn't really need to have an overarching conflict that they have to solve i i never never seen the problem with that kind of stuff i see it like it's more so you it's like a more so like a detective case study like every chapter is like a different case that kind of thing or it'll be like two chapters three chapters whatever the case may be and i mean that's how that's how i've been looking at it so i never really seemed or even thought about that problem for the conflicts at all mm. Yeah, I mean, it was just like it's like the only flaw, quote unquote, like you could like point out it's, from it's, it. It's, again, I think to me, it's else... really like a nitpick. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's basically a nitpick. Yeah, it's. 
So, yeah, I mean, like I said, there isn't really anything wrong with this series for me. Uh, it's kind of like uh, this trend of, like, recent manga I've been reading uh, of, I don't know, I guess it, it's tropey, but also going against normal conventions. Because Dress Up Darling does the same. There isn't, like, Love Triangles like that. There isn't, I mean, yes, Juju likes Gojo, but there isn't any beef between Marin and her like that. Um, stuff like, uh, what I mean is, like, in the in those, they put a lot of emphasis in the friend relationships and like all the other friends being super supportive and like nice people um in most of the romances they either build those other relationships through conflict or making them rivals or like antagonists uh and a lot of these more recent romances i've been seeing is like yeah they're they're making them supportive characters of the so supportive or supplementary so they either get their own romance alongside them or like I said they're friendship matters just as much as the romance itself and yeah that's what i really liked about this one the the friendships the friendship chapters feel just as important as the relationship chapters when they're going bowling you know when they're going bouldering like in this new one they're, they're even formed a friendship group with the girlfriend involved in it she's one of the boys basically so yeah, it's like the, yeah the, the, it's basically the boys friends the boys squad every time they hang out yeah so i really like that it's like it's not like the friendship and relationship separate it's like they're to combined together and then of course they split off in their own paths and then they come back intertwine and I really like that. So I don't know if you have much more to say about this but before I, we talk I about really don't. Like, I mean as of right now I'm probably with you right now it's just, it's a 10 out of 10. Yeah I give it a fucking 10. <laughs> I like I said if you really if really the only thing you can pick right now is just like how the conflicts are solved I mean that's saying something in in, in and of it itself in of it itself how you say it in and of itself yes in also sorry if I'm like all over the place guys uh, I have not like slept <laughs> since yesterday. oh dude come on dude, you're playing destiny also. all day dude come on dude. definitely wasn't I have not played destiny since we all got off I was reading manga I was reading this so Oh my god, dude! Then he played Destiny again, dude. I've been. Uh, up since I 7 wish I should have. Have I been up since seven o'clock? I think seven o'clock. Yeah, I think seven o'clock. Seven. And robotic devil says in the chat that love triangles are the worst. I don't mind love triangles, um, really. I don't know. I'm Aspect forgiving Toradora. of a lot of tropes all the time. But love uh, Toradora is like a love polygon. Is I and it's sort of what it's called on um, Mal. Actually, it's called a love polygon. Um, which is interesting because you know she cause, well because Tiger likes. What's his face? Ryuji likes Minori. Um, so it's like going in both directions, but then Taiga ends up liking Ryuji, obviously. And then that guy likes another girl, so it's kind of just branching out. So it's not a triangle per se, because like each one isn't getting in the way of like one another more so. So it's it's like slightly different. But I, I don't mind love triangles. I'm a huge harem nerd, so is Jake. I wouldn't I, say I'm a harem nerd. I see well actually. Eh, maybe I don't know, dude. You probably look into it way, way, way more than me, but uh, I mean, you love Quince, so I mean, come yeah, on, Quince. But that's a that's a harem. That that is a harem. What do you mean? Why'd you know, say it like that? Like... That is like the quint, well, literally the quintessential harem. <laughs> the fucking name. <laughs> but I, I set you up for that, dude. Come on, dude. You got it. You got. Even mean to like make that. the pun. I'm just saying, like it quite literally is like a harem. It's five fucking different girls. Yeah, I know, dude. <laughs> no, childhood friend involved. Sisters. There's a rival. All sisters, yeah, it literally ticks off all the boxes. Yeah, um, but, but yeah, I mean, I, mean, I don't mind that, love triangles. I really don't, other than Quince, I mean, what you, was it? We never learned. Toradora. 
Tortor is not a harem. No, I'm just talking about romances. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of all of them actually. Ugh. But anyway. uh, yeah, I mean, on the topic of romance, I was actually just that's all I've been like reading and watching because uh, right before we got on, actually, just like minutes before, I was I finished the Takigi San movie. Very good movie. Um, Takigi is still one of my favorite romance series. Um, and this will actually segue into another thing. We already talked about it anyways, but uh, it, it's one of my favorite romances. This one isn't. It might irk people because it's one of the ones where like there, there isn't progression per se, but I really enjoy it because it's more of like innocent, youthful love. Like they, they clearly do like each other and Takigi makes it obvious to him but nishikata has every reason in the world to be like naive he's literally like what 12 13 um he thinks everything's like a game and then the times like where he does realize his feelings he kind of like pushes it aside because he doesn't want to lose to takagi who's like this teasing master and also there's not even a spoiler there's literally a canon spinoff of them being married in the future so it's not like you need to get to that end point it's it's about the journey you said that about some series earlier, unless you said that about uh, flowers. Um, but yeah, it, that, that's like about the journey. So I always enjoy watching the interactions because, again, I already know that they're going to fuck, have a kid 10 years in the future. So it's like we don't need to rush to seeing them start dating because we know it's going to happen. Um, so I, I, I like it. The movie uh, kind of sort of <laughs> has a confession in it. It was hard to tell. He's like, I'll make you happy. Uh, after she starts crying uh, because one of their cats, the, the cat they were taking care of ended up getting, you know, yanked by another uh, family. And he's like, I'll make you happy. And then the movie ends with her turning to him and she said, I'll make you happy too. And then it's like, okay, is, is that them saying they love each other? I don't get it. But regardless, the movie is super cute. Um, I just love talking. Um, this man, Soichiro Yamamoto, uh, can stretch out a series as long as fucking possible. He does that with every series, but you know what? He gets a pass. Because it's always cute. Damn, bro. Just because it's cute, it takes a pass. That's it. I would still suggest watching it, Jake. It's so it, dude, it's very dude, cute. I, yeah, I'm gonna watch the movie before seeing any of the seasons. Do not watch the movie. It's literally a canon movie. It's like the, I think it's the ending of the anime. I, I can't. I really can't tell. <laughs> like, it's uh, very hard to tell. There's, there's a lot of stuff I have to watch. I have a lot of stuff I have to read. Um, Still thinking about doing a Bochi the Rock watch along. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> hey, I mean that's fine. I, I any excuse to rewatch that, I'll fucking take. That's that, no, that's my excuse, so I can watch it again. Um, I don't think. I think the flower, bloom, the bloom's dignity. I, I I can't even remember the name. I'm gonna be I'm straight honest. You don't remember tenet. any fucking names, dude. I can't remember any. That's my bad, but I can tell you what it's about. Um, besides, what was it? The glasses, Meg. What was it? I think to say the girl I like forgot her glasses, and yes, I was going to segue into that because I was going to say that 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 series reminds me a lot of Takagi because of you know the same thing, innocence of youth, you know, youthful love. But there's actually progression there. So if you hate Takagi, give that a chance. Like chapter like forty seven, I think forty eight. I've been going real slow. I'll be honest because I started watching the the, or started reading the other 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 shit. And <laughs> I didn't want to read anything else because I was, like I said, I was depressed because of how good it was. Yeah, no, it's it's very good. So that was, that was bad, but I'm gonna start reading it. I'll probably catch up 
probably within the week i'll be honest got nothing better to read right now oh i mean i guess one observation i did notice with uh the flowers one i guess maybe you could say it's a nitpick or like you know a, a flaw somebody might have uh if there's ever an anime i wonder how they're going to approach it the series is obsessed with not necessarily flashbacks but like there is they they recall events a lot so like you'll always see like in every chapter there is always at least three or four like panels of other panels it's like him thinking he's like you know i used to be this kind of person and then it'll show like things that he said back like uh, 10 chapters ago and then he's like but now i've changed and then it shows something he said last chapter and then he's like (laughs) and now he's like, and now I'm looking towards the future. And then it shows something he said a few panels ago. And it's like, okay, okay, guys, I get it. We don't need to keep doing this It's not that bad. It's not that bad. but It's pretty egregious. It happens happens I'm not talking about it's like four four panels of just reusing. I I know I get what you're saying, but it's not. They they ass blast those. Like anytime, especially with Subaru. Anytime Subaru is talking, anytime yes. i swear to god go and look at it yes no, <laughs> it's I, always I remember, I remember. it's always from that first interaction of her like telling him off and then like her apologizing and it's like okay i know she has issues guys but we don't okay. need to keep okay. saying okay. it okay okay let me let me say it like this i don't think you get they you reuse it yes but they don't go like one thing is just four steps of just doing it they in in the in the span of a chapter yes they probably use like I don't even want to say five. It's probably five or more uh, flashback panels. But I, I, I understand you. I'm just trying to I say mean, it's not it like... doesn't slow anything down. Yes, like because they don't no. they don't turn an entire page into that flashback. Yes, no, it's, right? it's, it's, it's always it's them like talking. In, it's like a thought that bubble. Panel. That's yeah, probably I mean, the best way to describe it. Yeah, they're always talking within that panel, saying you know, like on that day, and then you see like in the faded background. I'm just saying, I wonder how the anime will approach it because they do this a lot. I wonder if it will just be like they'll say like one sentence or like they'll put like i don't know like a fucking cloud and they'll just look and he'll just put one line that they say and then just switch back because then it references the scene you don't need to see the whole fucking dialogue happen but then you remember the scene that they're talking about that would be my choice yeah on how they would do the anime yeah i mean i have for a while i am I'm almost certain this will get an anime. It, so. uh, I'm just going to get an anime, but I don't know how soon. Uh, I mean, I could see it being announced this year. Um, it's it's really popular. Like I said, it's, uh, I mean, not that manga decks is like an official source or anything because, you know, pirating site, but it's the number one most popular anime on there, or manga? manga on there. Are you serious? <laughs> hey, my bad. Hey, Kodansha just launched a, uh, or it's going to launch a an app finally. That uh, I mean, I, I'm not going to use it, but damn, I'm not either. <laughs> but if you want to, if you want to support the industry, go ahead. We're supporting yeah. Kodasha, bro. <laughs> um, uh, I, 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 I know we're talking about romance, but I'm sorry, I got to talk about it. Uh, Gintama getting a spinoff series. Oh yeah, we didn't mention this. We, yeah. we have, to, we have to mention it. It's, it's one of those things that we just have to. Uh, there's nothing really else to talk about. Uh, it's just more Gintama. Uh, after it's ended and i'm all for it and it looks like they're going to be referencing all of the new shows so this is going to be funny how they do it because they've already referenced jujutsu kaisen with the picture they've referenced spy family they probably are waiting on chainsaw man i wonder what they're going to do for that 
Splat Bro said Ayakashi Triangle the best. I'm assuming best romance is what you're saying. And yes, I love Ayakashi Triangle's romance. Uh, wasn't I, expecting I, them to actually get there. So I ain't going to watch it until uh, that Blu ray comes out. So, uh, yeah. So not till like September then, but uh, yep. whatever. It has to, you know exactly why, dude. Yeah, I'm in the fucking uncensored tits. I don't blame you. Or you'd read the manga that has uncensored tits to begin with, but. Hey, I, could, I could do that, but you know, I just got to give the anime a shot before I start reading it, okay? That's fine. Because if they're good in the anime, the manga is probably better. So I got to. It's like comparing your, your, your foods that you make as a chef. Ooh, that's right. I forgot. I just finished also today because I forgot the season went by pretty fast. The Nagatoro second season. Which, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I really do like the anime, but the manga just kind of blows it out of the water. Um, since this, the anime really does move fast because, what, this ended like almost 90 chapters in. <laughs> so, like, it does skip a lot of content. It moves almost as fast as, like, Kaguya does. But Kaguya kind of, like, gets away with it. Um, but I still really like the the Nagatoro anime, but it's stopping like right before the stuff I really like. And again, I also know this will probably irk people because the progression kind of like goes in a circle. But at least what I really do like about like Nagatoro is that, you know, there there is an end goal. It's clear they like each other. I mean, they were they, they get somehow 10 steps ahead of other romance series without actually like getting to the confession because they have been butt naked with next to each other various times now <laughs> they've been in a shower together spoilers butt naked he has drawn her butt ass naked and they've also been butt ass naked in a hot spring <laughs> this is all to come next season so they somehow get to that point but they haven't even like you know confessed their feelings uh, so it's fun. That seems that pretty way. natural to me. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. I, I, honestly, uh, I mean, I'm just doing it wrong, I guess. Um, so I like it because of that. I don't know. I think it's. I think if you can make the journey interesting, then you know it, it doesn't matter because like you know that at some point they're going to start dating or confess in any of these romances. If they don't, <laughs> uh, then yeah, you got fucking scammed. If they somehow don't start dating, but. <laughs> I don't know. What was I just thinking of? Oh, I gotta remember the name. Oh man, what a series you see there where they didn't start dating. Yeah, where I got fucking scammed, dude. I, I I gotta I gotta remember. I swear I've seen a show like this. I mean, Romantic Killer, if you want to count that, but that's not no, really no, because it's like there's still yeah. I mean, that, for... that was the entire point. I know. Yeah, I mean, it would it would be it would go against the point. I would say if she started dating one of them, I think. Yeah, no, I, I, I swear, I swear, I, no, I gotta look this up. I swear, I've seen one that uh, I got scammed so hard, and I was pissed. But yeah, I mean, like, what I mean is, like, yeah, I mean, a lot of people like get upset with these kinds of like series where like you are you are rooting for her to be single. I always do, and uh, Romantic Killer. Um, I, I, the entire time when like you're under the impression that they're being mind controlled, I was like, okay, yeah, I don't want her to date them. Turns out that's not the case, but still, it's just like. It's more self-improvement on her end, uh, and she does that on her own. So it's kind of like, you know, hooking her up with one of these dudes. Ah, that's what I kind of go against that. Five centimeters per second. I swear I got scammed. Um, But anyways, what I was going to say was um, a lot of people get upset, like, at the fact that there's, like, no progression within these series or that the progression is too slow. And uh, I get it. There, There is... 
such thing as taking too long. Fucking rent a girlfriend looking at you. <laughs> Dude, rag is great. What do you mean? Dude, fuck rag. Um, but I also think like some people are like a little too hard or not looking at it like in context. It's like you got to remember sometimes that these characters are both incredibly shy, incredibly like awkward with one another. Like just a darling. People get mad that Gojo hasn't banged Marin yet. <laughs> and it's like you got to remember really mad that he hasn't. Yeah. Some people because like she's very like, I guess not obvious, but she is very like, you know, flirty with him. And it's like people don't realize that Marin has, yes, maybe she is sending signals, but people don't realize that she is deathly afraid of like confessing to him too. She has insecurity issues. She hasn't really sent any obvious signals to him. Like, you know, she she is expecting him to pick up on them. And two, again, Gojo has been a sheltered man all of his life. He has a reason to. And it's like it, they're awkward high schoolers. It's like sometimes it's okay for them to take this long and the journey is fun to see so so, so. The, the the people that are complaining about that are the people that uh they go to parties they see the signals and they just go straight on to them and then <laughs> they want to them rapists are you calling them rapists Jake? i'm not saying anything of of those lines i'm just saying that they're predators that's what i'm saying okay well they're <laughs> not even beating around the bush there jesus uh no you're you're right especially in dress up like darling there's a lot of backstories and a lot of lore between the characters that makes sense to why they're not doing the confessions which i've appreciated a lot for dress up down after i after i caught up to it and i mean I, i've been loving every second of that one too yeah That's like if I you give him enough reasons if you if there's enough context there, like nagatoro as much as i love it i will admit i think they are going to have to confess at some point because after this whole hot spring thing it is they they are clearly already aware of each other's feelings, but now at this point, it's just kind of like, okay, guys, we need we need to have them accomplish their goal so we can, you know, have them date. If this goes on for another thirty chapters, then I will be like, okay, all right, I love you, Nagatoro. Rent a girlfriend relax. too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like, and I, I I don't think he'll do that. I I will. I I do think we are finally reaching the point where they start going out. Um, but yeah, that, that is my only concern. I give it a bit of a pass, but yeah, I mean, there, there are series where they are well past the point where they should start dating rent a girlfriend, obviously is a prime example of that. It's cause she's yeah. so hot. That's why I don't know. I, maybe I'm just like super forgiving of like romances, but, uh, use again, usually them not dating doesn't bother me. Uh, I can enjoy seeing that if Kaguya Sama, you know, spoilers, if you, somehow haven't seen cocky and you follow our podcast that you know whole branding is around that um i if if kaguya sama didn't have miyuki and kaguya get together for the next two seasons i really would not have minded i really would not have like i enjoy their dynamic that much yeah yeah uh however i do think them getting together i think is probably the better option Oh, I mean, of, of course, yes. I if they if you can see them dating, going on dates, being cute with each other, I'll take that. But it also isn't bad that you know there. I mean, Robotic Devil also does say, yeah, first two seasons of Kage isn't that romance heavy. Yeah, I mean, you you are right. Um, they really it's, only only get romantic at the end. And it's more like they're just hints in between the stories. That's it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you could tell well, they get yeah, away I mean, with it. They literally ask like two soon rays like each other. But they don't really like capitalize on it until 
the end. Yeah, I mean, and that's the key to it. Yeah, I mean, if they prioritize the comedy of the romantic comedy, then yeah, you can get away with being comedy focused over romance. Um, and yes, that is why Kagi is so successful. But uh, still, uh, I I really do enjoy their dynamics so much that like, again, if they were if they were doing this whole love is war shit for the next two seasons, or if the series even even ends on their confession, I would have been like, you know, what? that's good. But if you know anything about Kaguya, they're where they end up going out is literally the very halfway point of the series. So it was obviously very methodically planned. You get one half of them not dating, one half of them dating. Um, and it works great. But yeah, again, uh, series don't necessarily bother me. Sometimes I think if they're like adults in a romance, then yes, I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe move it a little bit faster or like a little bit farther. Um, as much as I did enjoy this show, uh, I don't know if you saw it, Jake. Uh, the recovery of an MMO junkie. No, you keep telling <laughs> me to watch it, but I'm not going to watch it for a little while. I just really fucking love the opening. So, <laughs> but anyways, uh, it ends. Spoilers again. If you somehow care about the show that came out in like 2015, that was like a seasonal throwaway. Uh, it ends with them just holding hands. Um, and mind you, this is a special sexual if you ask me. (laughs) Mind you, this is a special episode too because it like it goes into a special because the 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 series ends with them meeting on the street again, and because she's like a hikikomori, she uh she just had like a bunch of savings from her old job, so she just turned into a neat and just threw her life away. Um, so she meets him on the street. She's like thirty, by the way, and he's like twenty eight. Um, and then they're like, okay, uh, you know, I found it. We 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 realize our feelings for each other let's go out and then the special episode is like him coming over helping her fix something and then like they end up holding hands and it's like okay that's cute but you guys are fucking 30 kiss something hug <laughs> please um i just got his fem- cool female colleague they are uh, as cute as it is i'm like okay you guys are you know in your early mid-20s you, you can you can speed it up a bit. Yeah, that that that's that's probably one of the problems I have with the show at the moment. But if you want to go backwards, uh, we'll go to Woktokoi. They started dating in what episode three, four? Episode one. What do you mean? Was it episode one? Yeah, end of episode one. He said oh, he yeah. asked her out. So I mean, they sped things up really quick. <laughs> yeah, and I, I always do appreciate when yeah. series can speed it up quick too. Uh, there is a manga that I also just started reading. I haven't got very far in it uh it's called you and i are polar opposites think by chapter three they start dating and it's uh, i think you would like it uh, the main character is like some dorky ass gyaru kind of, i think she's a gyaru they haven't really established if she is um but she's like some dorky ass dorky ass popular girl and she's like really in love with and there there is this isn't like some wishful woman shit where like the nerd gets like the hot girl like she has legitimate reasons for liking him um everybody's kind of drawn like to have like ugly <laughs> looks even hers so i can't tell if like he's supposed to be ugly or hot it's hard to tell with that series but regardless i like it because um she asked him out and then like the very next chapter like he like agrees and then they start going through like their insecurities and I'm like okay that's super cute um i'm assuming they already kissed and all that so i i do like when like don't get me wrong i'm not trying to say i prefer a series where they don't get together if the option for them to start dating is there, I will take it. <laughs> but if it doesn't, so long as the journey is entertaining, I I am okay with that. But what makes the journey entertaining? Are you trying to ask 
like a, a profound question right now? Are you just profound question that I let the audience think for themselves because well, okay. I can't think of enough reasons to make this podcast go any longer, so that I can go. We to haven't the time even made go- it hasn't even been an hour, and we started like what this has been like thirty minutes, man. Anyways, <laughs> if you want a serious question or a serious answer to that, take Toradora. Like Toradora doesn't. They, I mean, mind you, that they, they go to Pound Town in the last episode. So, like, they, that's they exactly speak, why it's so they good. Jump, they jump from zero to one hundred at the very end, mind you. <laughs> but, but, yeah, uh, but the entire show, like, obviously, it's like them like working through their feelings with one another. It's the whole love triangle, love polygon thing. But it works there because it's interesting. You see their character growth, their dynamics, um, conflict. Even you know, like it. It's emotional. It's fun. It's sad, exciting. Um, and then once you get to the end, it's kind of like the culmination. It's kind of like the reward of all of that. And at that point, too, it's like yes, I would love to see them date, but like you know everything they've gone through, and it's like at that point, kind of like the message is like now their story is for them to know alone. And it's like okay, you know, I I, I like that. So like Torador again is the prime example for me to like where you don't need to rush to the destination sometimes the the journey is the best part once you reach that destination you don't need to see more so but i mean i I am always down for at least a few chapters or episode of them dating like i I i'm hoping nagatoro doesn't end with a confession see the the problem is is that uh toradora i mean they they went straight to 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 base three yeah i mean i look i know they skipped a few steps because again they they already proposed marriage they fucked there's a PSP game that's a, supposedly canon where they have triplets. It's like, come on. <laughs> so. <laughs> so the gatekeeper romance, I don't know what you're talking about. Let's talk about Torador as the gatekeeper. Oh. I think you you really you really you hit all the points on the head with with, with Torador. I think it's probably it's kind of like the it's still one of my favorite, but I do think it's like the full metal alchemist of of romance. The fuck does that mean, dude? It's like it's really, really great, right? It's really great. It's like I'm not putting it on the same word. It's like it's great all around. It's still one of the best, but like there are still other shows I think could be better than it. It's still one of my favorites, man. I it, it's still yeah, you, you, it's it's it still is. But like, do you see what I do? You see what I mean though? Like, if it could, if it could put all the qualities in that show and put it into another show. Or put the same feelings in that show that you can emulate or uh, imitate in another show, you'll have a really good show. Even if it's not the same tropes, even if it's not the same characters, uh, the same ideas that could be applied into a different show or what make a romance be good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess I see what you're saying. I mean, yeah. I mean, Toradora isn't necessarily untouchable. Uh, it is still one of my favorites, but absolutely it can be like dethroned by other good romances that they just you know take what makes Tordor work and just you know does it better. Uh, again, because again, Tordor isn't anything special. Uh, it is very tropey. It's a love polygon. Um, it has a fucking tsundere as the main character. It has the whole stupid delinquent trope. But flowers, fragrant flowers, does the same thing. Mind you, they're both delinquents in Toradora. Fragrant flowers is you know he's the it was just funny, and he looks all like these Japanese manga. Yeah, it's the same. It's, it's the same trope. They look like delinquents, but it's sweet. Yeah, it's always the delinquents, like you know, that scare people off. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, 
so yeah, I mean, like it, it, again, you you see these tropes in other series all the time from Toradora. Um, it doesn't really do like anything special, really. It's just how it does those tropes that it it does it super well. So yeah, I mean, it's even more tropey than Fragrant Flowers, I would say. Uh, but I fucking love Toradora, <laughs> so it gets away with it. All right, that was our short episode. Uh, well, we still got to answer the questions real quick. Yeah, fuck the questions, bro. I don't even like the Discord at this point. <laughs> Goddamn. They're going to start crying when they hear this. Um, so, yeah, we uh, ranted about romance enough. Uh, we didn't We didn't even ask for more manga recommendations, so we'll probably ask that on our next episode because we're doing that literally today. <laughs> so, um, I asked... We only talked about, like, four. <laughs> all the romance you said? We, yeah, we only talked we about, talked about I talked about Tagi, Nagatoro, Fragrant Flowers, Toradora, uh, Girl I Like Forgot Her Glasses. Uh, we mentioned Wotokoi. We mentioned... Mentioned. Uh, I mean, we mostly talked about four. I mean, we kind of talked about Wotokoi to a, a bit. For like a, a, like 30 uh, seconds. We mentioned uh, what? I talked about MMO Junkie quite a bit. Not quite a bit. It was like three minutes, but... <laughs> come on. We, we touched on a few. Oh, come on. I feel like we 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 put we we left a lot on the table, but there's, there's you wanted there. this to be short. We could have talked. I about did much want other. this to be short, dude, because I don't want to do two recordings because I'm gonna be dead tired. Okay, but all right. Well, I asked in the Discord, "What's your favorite romance series, and what are tropes you hate? Like romance tropes you hate?" Imagine Wagon says, "Oran High School Host Club," and um, his trope that he hates is if the main character starts falling for another post person. Oh, geez. Okay, they gave their opinion, too. I hope to cool. see the other person burn in the pits of hell. Damn. They really, they really, he really went hard on that one. All right, you can take this next one. So we got from Asplat. Uh, we got Ahadin's one of is his favorite romance, but Angel Beats is a close second. Um, his least favorite trope is the confession is pushed off for a dumb reason. So like they 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 work up the courage to confess and they're like, no, nah, you don't mean that, or some other bullshit happens. I mean, just to build on that real quick, a trope that I do fucking hate in romances. I I think I've mentioned this before actually is when they say when they confess their feelings and then they either didn't hear it or there's another sound or somebody talks over it and they go, huh? What did you say? And then the guy's like, oh, never mind, or they run away. You, you don't, you don't. The exact firework scenes. They always happen. Exactly, yes. That. I mean, Takagi, kind of, to be fair, kind of did the same thing because they go underwater. I won't make this long. They go underwater. They're doing a whole holding breath thing. This was in the movie, by the way. Um, and since she's underwater, she gets like flushed until she doesn't like... She, she always teases him, but she always confesses her feelings when she knows that he can't hear. So she says, I love you underwater. And then when he goes above underwater, he's like... Above water, he's like wait, what did you just say? He's like, you said something weird. And she's like, oh, I said, you're going to get your head above the water now. It's time to get out. And I was like, okay, you fucking... I was like, come on. Just just tell him you love him. He knows what you said. Dude, they're kids, dude. <laughs> come on, dude. Yeah, but I mean, they're kids, so I love them. So, that, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, whoa. Hold on. Hold on. I did not... I, I meant... Clip it, clip it. Someone clip it. <laughs> Don't He's nobody. Done, I meant that it. they are. He has, to, uh, he has 11k followers on Twitter, dude. He Jesus is done. Christ. He is done. Cancel him right now, dude. I want his. Oh Twitter my god, no, no. You set me up for that. You set me up for that. Erased from Twitter. Mm, mm, mm. No, you set me up. 
Uh, <laughs> 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 all right, Renegade says Fruits Basket is my favorite. <laughs> God, I, guys, come on, Fruits Basket is my favorite romance that, anime. Yeah. And my least favorite trope in romance is easily the idea that everyone has to have a oh is easily everyone has to have a match at the end of the show. I get so that. like so like every person has to have like a date or a lover. Mm-hmm. So I mean I, I guess yeah because because so, I could see with some of those uh, it does kind of feel forced in, in ways like even if they didn't. Like they would just have like one panel or one scene of them like seeing that they might like each other, and all of a sudden they're just dating. I could see that at the end of the show. Yeah, I mean, if you if they have a match, they have to like build on it. Obviously, it's like they can't just pitch two characters together that exist in the story to make them start dating. You know, like I I get that. Um, like they have to have been built upon. That's why, like, that's why I like Kaguya. Um, the side relationships are always built upon. Even um, what's her face, uh, the 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 one that has sex with the guy all the time. You know what I'm talking oh. about the the friend. Like their their relationship is touched on a lot. Like they they always jump back to that relationship. Yeah, they reach I like. Nirvana. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you can take this next one. All right, Vinny B. We got bottom tier Tomozaki. That's a weird one. And then uh, for Trophy hates, you got loser MCs or unfaithful characters. So players, so domestic girlfriend, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's what's his face? Uh, oh my god, I can't even remember his name from Rent a Girlfriend. Kazi, well, Kazi is Kazi. no Kazi is a hardcore simp to uh, to, but loser uh, MC. Oh yeah, he is a loser. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were saying unfaithful because I was well, like, no, that he man says, is. He says loser MCs are unfaithful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, because he is one hundred percent a fucking loser. I mean, it, going off this, I mean, Space Dandy was a dandy dude. He's a player, unfaithful. Boy, that's not a romance though. Uh, it don't matter, dude. He's after everyone. <laughs> yeah, man, but he's a he's the fucking goat though. <laughs> um, <Right>. race, <laughs> Jesus Christ, racist Jimmy in our Discord. Yeah. <laughs> Promise we don't have racists in our server, guys. That's a that's a joke. He says Steinsgate, which I mean, I guess you can count Steinsgate. I, I don't know. Has romance. We'll, we'll let it pass for now. And MCs that are just stone slates and don't feel any emotion. Oh, do you got to? Well, okay, I think they misunderstood the question because I said, you know, romance. <laughs> I, th- I think they're just talking about ro- anime in general. <laughs> uh, so we'll just skip that one. Caden says Fruits Basket is also my favorite romance series. My least favorite trope. Is when there has to be a character for every trope. Example one, one Sundere, one Dandere, one Yandere. Um, yeah, I mean, they, yeah, there are shows that like have like a checklist, and a lot of times when they have those characters, they always acknowledge it. Like, I don't remember the last time I've seen a show where there's a Sundere where they don't acknowledge the fact that she's a Sundere. I don't know if you agree with that. Literally, anytime they act like a Sundere, they like they either give her the nickname Sundere Chan. Or like they they point out the fact that she's a hardcore soon. They say soon soon. It's like okay, like yeah. For the most part, they, they they do kind of go fourth person uh, on tsundere characters nowadays. Mm-hmm. So I guess because they're so common, like you don't see though like kudere's or Dante's necessarily, but they do exist. Um, I I would say on the dares, that's just more of like a part of anime's dna but uh, you are right about like the tropes like you have the ditzy friend the childhood friend they always have those um you know the the stone cold (laughs) 
student council president, stuff like that. Like th- those always exist. And then from my boy, the big guy, because I'm gonna I'm gonna skip over Samu because I'm that guy. <laughs> on, uh, we got Clan Ed, but he also wants to shout out uh, the manga Perfect World. Uh, trope that he hates is the series ending very quickly after the confession. Uh, we did talk about it. We do like to see a bit more build up after the relationship and see, or after the confession to see like how things are going, how are things are different or if there's even anything different at all after the confession. Yeah. I, I always prefer if they can like, you know, date a little bit or there is something, you know, going on with them. Like so Torador gets a pass. Cause you know, again, they, they go from confessing to <laughs> taking each other to pound down. So uh let me jump down here because there's a lot oh we got a whole essay right here (laughs) oh god (laughs) uh okay uh booty stank says my favorite is tomo chan is a girl i'll skip ahead a bit the characters are great except june uh is that the is that the pretty boy oh yeah i didn't think you've been watching it yeah i'm watching it june is uh oh oh, he's the main guy guy. yeah he's the guy you just spelled it wrong, so I was like, "Who the hell is June?" Uh, yeah, uh, and they are all super fun and interesting and funny. The things I hate in romance when one of the main love interests is bland as fuck. Like people love Kirito and Asuna and Asayo. People actually argue that that is a romance. It's not. And Love Is War, they are both. Oh, okay, hold on. And Love Is War, they are both bland as fuck. Huh? All right, booty stink. That is. Mm. I that is quite the take. As that uh, well, I mean, you say you're new to the romance scene, but I oh shit, that is I would the the last adjectives I would ever use to describe Miyuki and Kagi as bland. <laughs> like, come on, you could call them sundares, like if you want to be bare bones, but oh, bland. They're like That's... the total opposite of that, man. Oof, man, especially like taking you know like the anime into account they have so much personality like oh my god like with their voice actors i mean like the kaguya anime to me i don't know if you'll agree like their voice actors to me are very much how gintama's voice actors are the characters like sugita is gintoki (laughs) like you know like he is always forever going to be attached to gintoki like he brings that character to life like kagura's voice actor will always be kaguya uh, Kagura. Same thing with Kaguya-sama. Like that voice actor, because uh, I'm actually forgetting her name. Uh, I won't look her up. Anyway, she will always be Kaguya. Like she brought that character to life. Miyuki's voice actress, fucking amazing. So was Ishigami. All of them. Like this. Ah, that, that hurts. They, they are not black. That is the last words I would ever use. As you can see, it really hurt him that you said that. Uh, keep saying these hot takes, and we will do a hot take <laughs> episode in the future. All right, you can take this last. I think that's the last one. Yeah, take the that last one. the last one. Yeah. All right, I mean, Leo Nishikino, yeah. ladies versus butlers. Uh, it's not often you get a love triangle involving an asshole childhood friend who doesn't really care for the MC all that much until later. I think you're just giving a synopsis of it, I guess. Um, tropes that he hates is when they slow burn a romance that could have been a thing chapters ago, which is one of the pulses of pluses of Ahadan and maybe quite enjoy it. Oh, I really enjoyed that with Ahadan. Because again, yeah. again, that was kind of like a subversion of that trope, but just like, oh yeah, they were they've been dating for ages, but like 
they just didn't or I forgot, but any they, they established their feelings for each other, but they just, you know, didn't change how they acted. And it's like all the characters were just trying to figure out why. So it's like, oh, okay, you apparently you guys have been dating. So I I I really like that. Uh yeah, and I do just like it, uh, I I said I like the journey, but uh, again, if the romance could have been a thing at a certain point, don't keep delaying it, you know? Like if they confess their feelings already, just just have them go out, you know? Or like it, unless you need something like Ice Kaguya, like the movie. Like if you need something to be checked off before they can start dating, then you know, do that. But again, rent a girlfriend. There is no reason why Kazuya and Chizuru should not be dating by now. I know it's a harem, but like, come on. No, just there's there's absolutely it. no reason. There is a reason. For money, content. yes. <laughs> or content, yeah. I mean, if you want to call it that, I guess. So, uh, yeah, that was, I think, our romance episode. I know I was like all over the place, guys. I, I am like, my brain is operating very uh, bad right now. <laughs> That's every day, though. With the lack of sleep. Yeah, but like this is like times 10 right now. Ah, uh, this is like it's like it's, it's like point five, bro. It's like like no, not much sleep and a bunch of uh sugar because I've just been drinking teas and <laughs> fucking That's sodas. That's teeth are fucked up. My teeth are great, actually. What do you mean? I mean, I got cavities, but <laughs> <laughs> but they're all filled, baby. So you know what? Yeah, you still have cavities. Perfect I don't have teeth. cavities. I, I, you had to have at least one. I have not had a single one. You used to have braces, so I'll uh, fuck you. <laughs> And my teeth are shiny. Touche, but all right, touche. Uh, yeah, and that looks like it's it in our Discord. Uh, we had some what in our. No, we just had one. Robotic Devil said that uh, his favorite romance is Blooming to You. Yes, Yuri is great. True. Uh, that's mm-hmm. something I've meant to, to meant to be watching. On the topic of Yuri, just real quick, gushing over anime girls is getting an anime. Yes, sir. Thank God. I mean, it's not it's not really Yuri. It's just etchy, but I mean. No, it's definitely Yuri. I mean, what do you, what do you mean it's not really Yuri? It's like almost entirely girls' love. <laughs> it's just, it's it's a love they, for magical girls, all right? Don't, they are don't worry all, about anything else, dude. Do you remember? Do you forget the whole entire, like, chapter where they were just having lesbian sex? <laughs> That's, dude, they're, I, I can't say it. Never mind. <laughs> Yeah, like that's definitely I cannot say, dude. That never happened. Wink, wink. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, go ahead and ra- I think it's chapter twenty is when it happens. So, if you guys want to see it, go ahead and watch. And God damn, read it. Of course, you remember that. Oh, it is. It is that early, huh? Because yeah, that's when they defeated Normida. Uh, anyways, yeah, that's when the hotel scene takes it. A- <laughs> I'm like very surprised that's getting an anime because I was like reading this and I was like, yeah, there's no fucking way. That, I, I, I I couldn't. I I was like, this is gonna be the. It's going to be so, like, it has to, like, I can't see any way that this gets, like, a studio that'll, like, censor it. Like, you cannot do this anime without just letting it, letting it loose. Like, you just have to let them do what the fuck is in the manga. Because, like, come on, that takes away everything if you censor it. and the fights are great. I'm not even, we're not even joking. The fights are I'm not, fucking I, fantastic. I fucking love the. I, I love the action, mind you. Again, like I said, it's more like a page worth of fights, and then they get into the BDSM stuff. But the fights are still great. The transformations <laughs> are great. I but love the problem with the fights is that they fight a little bit. I, I I'm weakened. I'm gonna go ahead and get another power up. It's like the Dragon Ball. <laughs> I mean, that's just magical girls in general. Yeah. So, so that's pretty funny how they keep doing it. 
yeah i don't know i'm i'm very excited for it i don't know if you uh if you've seen the new uh volume cover i have it's great i love it there, there are anyways really though volume covers we won't keep sidetracking ourselves. We know you guys got to go to church or something, you know. Uh, you I gotta, gotta, I gotta fill up my car and go to Costco. Uh, do, do I have anything to do today? I don't think so. I never. But you have to play Destiny. I mean, I do have to play Destiny, but I'm but gonna I take a fucking nap. That. I am taking a nap. So, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Half Assed. We will actually, I say this every week, try to promote this so we get more people on. We're never going to promote this. Dude. We're like never going to promote this. Is gonna, this is the Easter egg. This is for the, the hardcore fans mm-hmm. that kind of look a little bit into uh, someone's Twitter. I'm not going to say who, but he's got 11.1K followers. 11.5K. Shut up. Yeah, dude. no, this, this is you. this is like a Darius and Druck Easter egg. You know, it's like, you know, you got to go and shoot the clock tower. And that. I don't know. I've never done that Easter egg, but, you know, yeah, point dude, is, you, dude, why are you talking about the Easter Dude, that's a plunger Easter egg, dude. You, it was funny. Uh, okay. Of course. Now you got to start nerding out. Tan, right? This is going to be the little site st- before we end. Uh, when Dur- the Call of Duty Black Ops 3 Zombies, the first DLC, Darius and Druck, first came out, uh, we all tried to do the Easter egg. And one of our friends, uh, hashtag crocodile hat, um, that was over here decided we're going to try and do the easter egg so one of the steps that wasn't found or wasn't believed to be was uh, the clock tower which is uh now the plunger easter egg everyone thought it was part of the main easter egg and you had to do that and our friend group is uh i would say below iq of five i think combined mm. and so we were on so we were stuck on that step for about two and a half hours until it was found out that you don't have to do it yeah, I didn't do the Easter egg with them. I, I was I was chilling on the couch the entire time they did that. No, you were in the game. No, you, I didn't. You, I didn't do it with you. No, you were. You guys, no, you were in the game. You do that. You were in the party. I was, promise I wasn't in the game. I didn't even own the DLC. Dead because you were. You, we all of we all we no, all owned. I just only had Shadows of Evil. I never bought any of the COD Battle Pass or season passes. I couldn't afford it because my parents wouldn't buy it for me. But this was in high school, guys. So. <laughs> But I, I didn't buy the Destiny expansion. That's my bad. <laughs> Only Crota. But yes, anyways, that Jake went on a whole card lore when I was just trying to make a shitty Easter egg joke. Yes, this is the end of the episode. Uh, tune in next time. We might talk about a pizza tier list. I don't know. As you can see, this podcast goes all over the place. We're wild. We're wacky. We're off the rails. <laughs> I, I, I don't know it. where you're going with that. We're so, ending uh, this. Goodbye, guys. <laughs>